Empire Wrestling. I'm your host, Jose Jimenez, and I'm here with my new co-host. I know it's going to be a surprise, like I told all you guys. Uh, I'm definitely going to shock the system with this one, but I'm going to let him introduce himself for you guys. Oh, uh, what's going on, guys? Um, I don't know if I'm shocked the system. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's uh, well played, well played. Uh, nah, um, I'm, I'm Isaac from... Uh, I was originally uh, from Fanboys, a large podcast back in the day. I think that's how most people would, would know me as far as um, Jose is concerned, um, Jimenez. And, uh, yeah, I go by Adonde, Adonde Estas. I'm going to be jumping on for some of the pay-per-views and Wednesday talks. Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy to, happy to jump on and, and help out. Yeah, brother. It's, uh, I'm, I'll be honest, bro. It's good to have you, man. I've been... Solo for a while, man, you know, and it's it's good to have uh, another tag team partner, bro. So it feels good. I'm here, brother. Let's go. Absolutely, man. So, yo, speaking of, like, shocking the system, bro, like, what what, what do you thought about last night's Vengeance pay-per-view, man? Like, it, it was a pretty wild card. Yeah, man. It was, um, it's funny because it was, like, so tight-knit. Like, usually there's, like, one or two filler matches in there. This one was, like just straight to the point with all the matches they gave out. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very, like, it's true, because it was a, what I noticed too, uh, Isaac, it was a short card. It's pretty much like they just got right to the point. This is what we want to, this is who we want to have on a card. These are the storylines that we're going to concentrate on right now and then keep everybody off the card. Like, it, it was, like, I, I know a lot of people were like, well, how come we're not seeing, like, some of the other marquee names? And it was just like I felt like it was it was good because these are the storylines that are playing out every single Wednesday, and that you you pretty much have to capitalize on because this is their road to WrestleMania for say for their big takeover. So it was good to kind of see these feuds, and then maybe before Mania you have like their version of the Elimination Chamber, whatever uh, takeover they have to kind of set off the other feuds and to see what goes uh, what's going to happen with that. Yeah, well, this is not this is a, a new thing they're starting now, right? On um... Valentine's Day, the vengeance. This is not like this is not takeover. Right, right. It's there. It's it's literally like their own pay per view because I know they they're saying now the the black and yellow brand is a brand. It's no longer like a developmental or anything like that. Like yeah, you might of see course. guys get called up and everything, but this is like a legit brand. Like you know, you saw Edge on it uh, last week where he was uh, debating if he's going to challenge for the NXT title because he's never had that title. Uh, you know, same thing that happened last year with Charlotte when she won the women's title. You know, it's it's no longer a developmental brand. It's no longer a step down if you do come to NXT. You know, I mean, look at Finn. We were all shocked on night one when he came over and said, you know what, this is this is Broadway. This is where everything happens. This is with the must-watch TV, which is right here on Wednesday. So it's it's good that they kind of distinguish it almost like they did back in the day with ECW, SmackDown, and then Raw, you know? Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, so, I agree. And it's and it's and I think what is it, five matches? Uh, yeah, it was. If I'm correct, like it was. Show. It was a two-hour show, five matches. Some of the matches lasted between 18 to 28 minutes. Like I know some of the big matches, like the Gargano match, got about 24 minutes. I know the Triple Threat, the females match, got about 18 minutes. Uh, and I think everything, like the meat and potatoes of everything, what kind of went to the pair, to the to the main event between Finn and um, the Bruiserweight, uh, Pete Dunne. So oh. you know they they right. they broke up the card a little bit. You know I know there were some disappointing moments where I kind of felt some matches should got a little bit more time. Uh, but I think this was all about crowning the the Dusty Road Classic winner, especially that we got the first women's Dusty Road Classic winner, and then we also got the men's side of the new uh, 
Dusty Rose Classic winners, uh, which we'll, we'll get into that. But speaking of the Dusty Rose Classic, what did you think about the women's match between Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and uh, Shanti Blackheart and uh, Amber Moon? Like, it was a... It was a pretty good match, but it was a little slow paced for me. If you, if you know, if I come out and say it, well, it's it's a starter match, right? And um, you know, I, I do think the five matches, you know, especially now in an era where we're getting three hour shows and three hour movies, and you know, I think um, shortening up things sometimes could be looked at as a negative, but it's it's a positive. But I think the the start out match, the tag team match uh, for the Dusty Cup. You know, it's the first woman's one, so I thought that was kind of um, – it gave – for me, at least, it gave it a little more importance to their, their tag team match mm-hmm. as opposed to um, MSK's match. I will get into that in a minute. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I definitely don't think this is the best match these four could have had. But right. I do think it's, they did pair a good four together, if that, if, if that makes sense. Because I think all these girls show a good example of like, I mean, you could say this about the whole um, NXT women's roster, but um, these four in particular at the moment we're talking about, they all really just give it their all, man. Um, you know, Blackheart's a good ex- example of someone who, man, she reminds mm-hmm. me of Sasha Banks in a way where they, uh, at times it's like scary watching them because they throw their, they put so much you know they sell so much right, so right. good which is which is a plus but sometimes it's a bit scary too so i don't know mm-hmm. in the long long run if that's the negative but uh mm-hmm. yeah man i mean like you said i mean they there were some slow spots in here but i do think that that does play an effect into um raquel gonzalez you know she does she does she does carry out like she play, she plays out like if she was um playing the the big man role i, I will you know say mm-hmm. like you know, she plays the big role. Like, she does all the power moves and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, I think things slow down with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I liked the match, man. But I don't think it was the best match they could have had. But I think it was still a good opener. No, I, I agree. I, I You know, it was, the, the reason I said it was a little slow, I think it was, like, you know, the first ever Women's Dusty Rose Classic match, right? I think a lot of jitters. I think a lot of nervousness was involved into it. You know, like you said, these, these four women are top-notch. I mean... I feel the same way you do about Shotzi. Like I remember watching her when I when I used to go to the Evolve shows in New York. Like the girl runs at a hundred every single time. Like there's no spot that she wouldn't do. There's no risk that she wouldn't take. You know, and I, I think sometimes kind of seeing her slow down a little bit and use some of that technical side that she does have. You yeah. know, because she she does have a technical side to her. But I think you know when you start thinking pay per views, you start thinking you know all these viewers and, and trying to get everybody excited. And the first match is always the most exciting match because that kicks off the entire pay-per-view on what it's going to look like in regards to energy. And um, yeah, Raquel, man, Raquel Gonzalez is going to be the next big thing. I Just like you said, she's like, you know, she's like the female Braun Strowman, you know, like she's just going in there and she's just all muscle, you know, all the power moves. She's, you know, <clears throat> she's also very athletic for a woman her size, you know. I, I think she's going to be the next women's champ i think right now they're just grooming her getting her a little bit more ring time because she like the reason i said braun is because she reminds me a lot of him because she's very green in a lot of ways like you see the athleticism you see that there's something there uh but you just got to see her more on tv you got to see her more imagine you got to see her uh get mix it up with a lot of the other women inside the uh inside the square circle and a lot of the other women in the in the, in the um <clears throat> in the company right now like amber moon is perfect you know she's somebody who has been successful in NXT. She's been a a, a woman's champ. 
You know, she's been to the main roster. She's wrestled with all the best. She's wrestled with Oscar. She's wrestled with Bailey, Sasha Banks. You know, she's like a perfect person to put into this match and then to also team her up with someone like Shotzi, who when you look at her, you see superstar. You're like, man, this girl could be really big if if she can, number one, stay healthy and stop taking these big risks and these big moves. Um, but I think overall it was a good, you know, uh, women's tag team match. First time ever in the tournament. Uh, I still, I'm more interested to see what's going to happen with these women individually uh, because oh, the Dakota okay. Kai to me is a, is a star old. I think she still has unfinished business with Tegan Knox and that feud, you know, if Tegan Knox wasn't so, you know, injury prone, I think that the few that them two could have could be very Champa and Gargano-ish like just because they have stories from when they both started in the Indies together as Team Kick. And Raquel, you know, Raquel is just, you know, she's a, she's a monster in the making, you know, like a woman mm. six foot, six foot five. You know, when, when was the last time we actually seen somebody that, you know, that athletic, that size? Is she is she, is she six five? I think she's like six four, six five. Yeah. Like she's Here's tall. the thing, though, right? <clears throat> Gonzalez, right? I... I... I agree with you completely. I think she's a she's a um, I think she's a star already. Mm -hmm. I do think she needs to polish up on what she's doing. And the reason I think she needs to polish up on what she's doing is because, you know, most of the girls in the division are maybe five seven, five six. Um, I, I I can't see Ember Moon being no more than that. Right, right. You know, the, you know. Um, so I feel like I don't know. Maybe they're billing her that. Maybe she's about six feet, mm -hmm. six one, maybe. Um, but. She's still very athletic, like you said. There's, there's a, and that's because I think the reason why it feels like it's hidden is because they got her working as, as big. Mm -hmm. I think they're telling mm -hmm. her, you know, you're, you're bigger than most of the girls here, and we, you know, I think it, to to really set her out from the rest, working big would really serve her uh, justice. Because I do believe she was in one of the May Young tournaments as a single competitor. Yes, yeah, she did. I think that's how we got introduced her, and yeah. she was like, when, like more and more in a cowboyish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, more like a Western gimmick, Correct. You know, like, Correct. Uh, right? Correct. So I think that's what's, maybe that's what it is now. She's still, she's still trying to st find her stride. But I do think, like you said, I think they're grooming her um, up for that. I have to say, uh, she does a beautiful uh, fall away slam, like the Razor Ramon. Yes, yes, yes. She, she, I think she did it to Ember Moon, was it? Yes. She did it to yep. like three times mm -hmm. in the match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does it so good. Like, really, really good. And it does one of those matches where it, um, that's one of those moves where, it, you know, um, you could get it done, but, like, it's a, a certain finesse to that move. Mm -hmm. And for her to do it, like, three or four times in the match, I thought that was that was really good. And so was that uh, that spot where, again, where Shotzi uh, tries to, like, um, she tries to jump on the outside and she catches her in a powerbomb. She throws her into the um, the barricade. Right. Yeah, that was Shotzi. That was crazy. That was <laughs> brutal, right? Brutal. Yes. And that, that took her out for like a little bit of the match, too. Like, you didn't see Shotzi for like a good five, 10 minutes after that. Like, she was on the ground and Amber was pretty much by herself trying to handle uh, Dakota Kai and, uh, and, and Gonzalez all by herself. And I, I don't know if yeah. that spot really shook her, Isaac. Like, honestly, I don't know if it, if it literally did take her out of commission for a little bit, you know, because who knows what, what really happened. You know, she's her and the ref are the only ones know like what impact that move made, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what we mean sometimes. I Man, I don't know if she's selling so good. Right, right. That it's, you know, that that's what it is. So we, we buying it or that sometimes she's, 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 she's giving it all she got. I don't, I really don't know. Right. Um, but I hope, you know, I hope she takes care of herself. I think she does have something that's very unique than most of the girls. She has like a, 
a very unique character. I think that that could take her far. So I don't think she has to always try to kill herself. I agree. With I like, agree. You know what I mean? I agree, man. I just think she she's she's marketable. You know, get me with the whole tank. You know, I love the uh, the uh, the army headgear that she wears. You know, the long green hair. Like a lot of gothic girls could relate to her. It was similar to what they had with Paige. You know what I'm saying? Like you related to Paige because Paige wasn't afraid to be herself. You get me? And shots is the same exact yeah. way. You know, she's not afraid of, she is who she is and it, it is what it is. You know, you, you either like you me or you don't, you know? And I think that, that, that resonates with a lot of girls out there, you know, that either want to get into the business as a, as a female wrestler, you know, or just want to look for an overall role model. It's just like, yo, I am who I am. This is what I want to be. And you just either accept it or you don't, you know? So I think, I, I think she's dope. I laugh every time I see the tank because I always think <laughs> a Vince, Vince McMahon hasn't seen this tank yet. Yeah. He, he can't have. Because if he did, yeah. I really think she would have been in the main roster already right, off of the mm. tank alone. Because, I don't know, I feel like Vince McMahon would Bro. really go. Uh, I think he would love that. Oh, this is good shit. She comes in, <laughs> she, she yeah. comes in on a tank. I, yeah. I think he would really get a kick out of it. I don't, he think he, I don't know if he's got wind of that yet. Um, no. And, no. Then, and then sometimes I don't know if that, that's a positive. Because sometimes Vince gets something and it, it turns wacky. So right now, I think the, the tank. It's still working for her because it's in a, a smaller setting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen if she goes to the main roster like so many other yeah. uh, NXT alumni before her that go there and, and things don't work quite work out. And I think that's the fear sometimes, um, you know, while we're still on this match um, before we, we jump into the next one. Uh, I think there's a fear with anyone talking just going into that Raquel maybe being – something, you know, really big one day. I really do think her and um, Rhea Ripley are going to live out some of these NXT rivalry matches they had. I think they're going to live them out on the main roster mm -hmm. one day. Mm -hmm. um, and it's scary because, you know, some of these some of these people, um, women and the men, uh, you look at it and you say, it's so much potential here. And so they're, they're, they're performing at such a high um, level here. Then you see them go on the main roster and see what happens to them. Um, it's unfortunate sometimes. So, you know, but you know, let's see what happens with 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 uh, Raquel. But I do agree with you. I think they're they're all gonna go for, uh, far. These four girls. Um, yeah. Maybe Ember the least. Mm -hmm. But let's see what happens. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I you know, and, and to correct myself, you know, uh, Raquel is six one, but she just looks a lot bigger than that, bro. I I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just she's just so dominant. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the other girls in the, the the roster, you know, five five five. Yeah, you know, and they they they, you know, six one as a female in wrestling, is 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 it's quite big as as far as you know what they have on the roster right now. Right. You know. You know who I would like to see her go against Isaac before we jump into the next match. You know, I would like to see her go against the uh, the 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 Indian girl from the May Young Classic, uh, Tashiva Tashiva. She's also like six one six two. Uh, from India, that who's also uh, yeah, on okay. the uh, NXT roster. I think that'll be, you know, somebody that we'll probably see very soon. I know she was supposed to be in the uh, in the previous show that they had to honor uh, the India Independence Day. She couldn't show up due to family issues. But she's another one of the girls that's on the roster that's over six foot. You know, like it's it's wild. Like you know, like it's 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 a good point. You know, because I think Vince hasn't seen these women yet too. And Vince is probably another one that he just loves, like tall muscular women you know like it, it's like the whole nicole bass china syndrome where he just you know pushes them on the main roster so let, it, it's it's true man let's 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 see what happens but the shotzi blackheart thing to kind of you know piggyback off what you said like 
I wouldn't be surprised when Vince sees that. You'll probably see those things as Power Wheels and toy stores and all kinds of shit. Because, you know, Vince loves stuff like that, bro. But, again, he also loves it and he gets bored of it. You know, very, very ricochet-ish, you know? It's like he'll love you one night and then the next day he wakes up and it's just like, yeah, bro, like, this this is not working out. So, it's, you know, I'm hoping now. But you're, you're right. A lot of stuff that transitions to the main roster doesn't transition well because... There's something about small crowds, intimate crowds, and gimmicks that just they they hit so well in NXT, and it it always makes me think about Bailey. Like her gimmick was so crazy on NXT when she went over to the main roster. It was just like, eh, it was whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I think the the main roster, um, ever since the network and certain things like that, I think the main roster just holds more of a casual viewer. Viewer, I mm-hmm. do think the 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 diehard you know, wrestling fans, I think they still watch it. But I do think that it's more of a, a casual thing, too. It happens when you're watching Raw and SmackDown. And uh, I think they know that, or at least that's the, the mentality they have backstage. And I think that shows with what they decide. You know, they it's like um, Edge said it perfect when he, can, when he was in the middle of Pete Dunne and Finn Balor, when he said that, you know, NXT really focuses on that that second W, mm-hmm. while the two brands focus on that E, that entertainment aspect. Right. And I think that's really, you know, as far like what you said too. I think the intimacy of the smaller environment gives that off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think too, it's that it's just that niche audience that you know you, you can't imitate. You know, it's like the early days of uh, WCW. Yeah. You know when they used to do yeah. the the in the in house uh, stuff at um. What was that? Uh, at, You're know, talking about Disney? like, like uh, it, it was in it was in Disney. They used to do it in the Mall of America, like stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that energy that it you know it started gaining in the end, even though they branched off and got away from that, um, it was it had a nice energy to it because like the intimacy, you know? Oh yeah, like I think the smaller crowds face a big difference, and I think that's why Two Hundred Five Live is so successful. You know, I always said it. You know, you're it, it's like going to a concert, right? And you're seeing, you know, for example, Jay-Z's on stage. He knocks out, he kills the whole crowd, and then all of a sudden, you see the B band come on. You're not going to stick around for the show because you already came to see the A band, right? You came to see Randy Orton. You came to see AJ Styles. You came to see Shinsuke Nakamura. Why am I going to stick around for Leo Rush, you know, and and all these other guys? Why? You know what I'm saying? Now, as a a wrestling fan, you know, you're like, I'm going to stick around because these guys are exciting. These guys are the cruiserweights. These guys do things that no one else on the main roster can probably do athletic-wise, you know? And I think now moving that into NXT and making it, you know, adding NXT, like, again, another belt, you know, with the Cruiserweight title on there and the and the, uh, the England show, I think is it's, it's nice to have it with a smaller crowd because people appreciate it a little bit more and these characters can get a little bit more TV time and not have to follow such a juggernaut in the main roster. Yeah, well, it, it should have been there the whole time. I agree, you know. I agree, I, 100%. But uh, to kind of jump into to some guys that could probably be in a 205 live match, uh, uh, weight class, Johnny Gargano and Kushida. Now, you know, it's funny, Isaac, because I, I know I text you about Kushida's gear, which we're going to probably talk about a little bit. But this, yeah. this is a, a lot of matches that a lot of people had as a dream match. Like, you know, thinking about Kushida's ROH run and all the stuff that Johnny's been doing in the last – you know, couple years with NXT, like as a fan, as a wrestling fan, how would you not excited for this match going into it? Yeah, this um on a different card, <clears throat> this could have easily been um somebody's main event. Oh, easy, you know? easy. 
easily, easily. Uh, and I, uh, this is it's a weird it's a weird thing going into this, and I, I don't want I, and it like you just said, at the same time as it being a dream match, um, you know Johnny Gargano is undoubtedly great in the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I think now in the last couple of months, uh, you know I think they've been doing they've been trying um, to go in a direction of him really working on character right. and stuff like right. that because at this point it just feels like he's is he here for the long right. run? Like, is he ever going to be called up? Is is it is it an awareness that they know? Hey, you know this guy's small. If he goes to the main roster, he's not going right. to rise. But Pretty here, much. here we can appreciate mm-hmm. him. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like it's this bittersweet mm-hmm. thing, right? Because it's like you want to see him grow and go to the main roster and then mm-hmm. um, to the level of maybe a Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan. But in the same sense, it can really go totally wrong for mm-hmm. you. And sometimes when you see a match like this with him, because you see him on, um, you see him on um, every Wednesday too. You right. Know, he's, he's very, very much a big fact, uh, a big asset in, in these shows. Uh, is it like a fatigue when you see right. him? I don't know. Maybe not for you, mm-hmm. or I'm just saying for like maybe different mm-hmm. people. Do sometimes we take him for granted? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, cause this match was a great match, but it's hard to say what Johnny match isn't. Right. Match. Oh man, you made yo, you made that was a really, really good like perception of how I feel about Johnny Gargano. Like I've I've been fortunate to to see Johnny in about eight takeovers live, right? I've been able to see the right. the Champa Gargano feud up close and personal, right? I've been able to see Johnny against Adam Cole. I've been able to see, you know, Johnny against Pete Dunn. I've been able to see Johnny as a tag partner, you know, with with uh with Champa and face uh, the revival. Like, now, I, I hate to say it this way, like, because this is, like, me as the spoiled wrestling fan, Isaac, I've seen enough. You get me? Like, it's almost like, right? what is what there saying. to accomplish? But I think you made a very good point that a lot of people miss, that it, to me it goes over their heads. He's there to develop other stars like Austin Theory, right? He's there, he's there yeah. to also... Uh, have great matches and develop guys, you know, underneath him to be great champions to handle and pass the torch. And I think he's also another guy that's also down there to develop his mic skills and his character. Because if you bring him up to the main roster right now, right, let's just, let's just say he goes up this Friday to, to SmackDown. Where do you fit him in? Who do you, who does he face, right? Who does he go against? Does he draw the buzz that he was drawing before? You know, is he a heel? Is he a face? Uh, can he hold his own on the mic? These are things I think now that like he's he's practicing. He's working on it. He's becoming a little bit better. He's starting a faction, right? And he's Austin Theory is going to be the next guy. Like that's he's going to be sure. the guy I think that takes Johnny out, or at least they 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 at least that's right. what they want, right? If he don't you know mess it up, or uh, they don't mess it up themselves, right? Uh, right. I hope hopefully they don't mess this up because I mean to me Austin is a can't miss prospect like this guy when you look at Austin Theory there's no way that you don't see a stud like you don't see like you know like this guy's gonna be something this guy he's gonna be a world champ he's gonna he's gonna do some dope shit because he's everywhere he's been he's done crazy shit you know but I think Johnny uh, a great point that you made he's just down there right now to have good matches develop guys and put guys over he's that journeyman like we have in boxing. Where it's like, yo, this guy, this guy, this guy is the next big thing. 
But if he can hang with Johnny, he's the next big thing. And I think that's where Gargano's at right now. He's the gatekeeper. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, he's definitely, you know, he's there uh, at this point. He's like, you know, he's like uh, uh, the franchise of right. that, you know. Um, so, I, you know, sometimes I don't know if that if that's a positive for him or not. And I would I would argue that he even excels his wife mm-hmm. because I think her alone, I mean, she's great in the ring. She does what she has to do. But I think character-wise, she floors flat. And I think he, that dynamic between them really helps her too. So it's not only, I don't think he's only only helping Austin. Right. Um, I think he helps all three of them. All, all you the know, whole the faction. whole right the way. The way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he he really helps all them. And it's weird, right? Because I'm not the biggest fan same, of what they're same. doing, but I can recognize that it's not it's not bad right. either. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's 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 better than um maybe something that's considered really good on AEW. And you know, yeah, it's it's, it's mean, not bad. It's, it's not bad at all. Um, right. doing it's, thing. If we compare it to something that AEW is better than what they're doing with um. For example, uh, what is it? What they got? What they got? Matt Hardy doing with the um, with these guys? You know, like him being their spokesman and being the the developed wrestler, the guy who's been there, done that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 like that. It's almost like adding. It's almost like right now, say we take somebody like you know, let's say let's say uh, uh let's say Almas, right? We take CN and we put CN on Lucha House Party. CN is there because he's going to make these guys better and he's going to bring them up higher to his level. And I think that's what they're doing with these three. You went, you know, adding Candice, adding Austin Theory and the other young lady with it. It's, it's all development. So Johnny's the head coach and they're just following his way. You know, no point intended, you know? Yeah. Cause they, they, I, 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 at some point you got to think um, they're going to do a, a Austin versus um, yes. Gargano. That's where yeah. this has to be. Leading. Yeah, I think that's where the, all the roads end, you know. At some point, um, you know, but not to over, you know, I don't want to overlook what um, him and right. Kushida did because, like you said, it was a dream mm-hmm. mash. Um, man, I, they, those jeans are yo, really cool I, Yo, me, I text you. I was like, because, yeah, I was, I'm watching. I'm building, like, because I just I just bought my house and I'm, I'm putting them together like my man cave and shit. And I'm like, yo. What's good with those that tank top and those jeans? Like, this ain't the Kashida I remember with the whole hoverboard shorts and like you know, like he actually looked the par, you know. And I'm like, what is this about? And I text you right away, and you were like, yeah, I'm not feeling <laughs> at all. Nah, because you got to think, right? They must have like you know because the you know WWE they excel in this, and it's not a bad thing. I just think it did it. It just doesn't serve every character, um, from that comes from an outside source mm-hmm. inside. I don't think it serves them well, but I do think it's something that WWE excels in, and even in NXT, where I think they 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 get the character and they dissect it, and they must have been like, all right, what is this mm-hmm. thing you're doing? And it's basically, it's basically, uh, um, you know, uh, McFly from right, from Back right. to the Future, right? You know, or like a play a play on this on this whole Back mm-hmm. to the Future thing. And I think they must have said, well, Marty McFly is wearing jeans. Why is he not wearing jeans? I think they did not right. understand. The time splitter, you know, hoverboard shorts. I don't Correct. think they, they, right. they got it. I think they, I think somebody backstage, <laughs> you know, I don't, whether, whether right. it was Hunter or whoever must have been like, well, why is he not wearing jeans? He should be wearing jeans. And I think that's why he's right. wearing jeans. That's, I don't think there's much more no, into that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong, right? But I think that's where. No, that's you're absolutely felt. onto something because, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, it, it can't be the same exact replica of what we saw in Ring of Honor, what we saw in NJPW. You get me? I think they have to put their twist to it. You know, I mean, luckily they kept the name, you know, like guys like him and Samoa Joe, I was surprised when they came over, they kept their name, you know, because usually they, they change everybody's name, like Karrion Cross, you know, like, you know, and MSK, which we're going to get to in, in a few, like these guys all completely new gimmicks, you know, but I think the Kushida gimmick is just, it, it's special. And I think they'll see, they'll start tweaking a little bit and adding stuff to it. Uh, but the biggest question I got for you, Isaac, is how, how have you feel so far about his NXT run? I know we haven't seen a lot, but what do you think's next for Kushida? Kushida, that's that's a that's a great question. He hit, you know, anyone who um, when WWE gets, you know, I know we're talking about NXT, but you know, it, mm-hmm. it comes through a WWE mm-hmm. system or, or train of thought in some way. Um, and NXT does a better job to them, you know. They're they're uh, they're the Japanese talent. Um, you know, anyone who comes from um, New Japan. Or anything like that. Um, they just do them so much more justice, and I think they're really—I got to give them an effort. They're really trying hard to get Kushida over, or like putting him in situations where things can happen for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what's next for him. I don't know what you do, honestly, because they don't always have the best track record. And to be honest with you, he doesn't carry the same—you um, know vibe this energy this aura that shinsuke right. carried i think shinsuke there was his his thing was kind of writing on the wall like you kind of mm-hmm. knew where to go with him but with like kushida i think that's why you even asked that unless you have an amazing right. uh, you know what i'm saying uh, right. storyline for him i don't see, i can't see one i don't know where to go what do you, oh, what do you tough, think man it's funny because i've been I, I was thinking about this earlier today uh because i went back and rewatched the match and I was just like, all right, cool. He, he loses to Johnny. You know, Johnny Johnny still kept him strong because it wasn't it wasn't a, a bad loss where he got submitted, you know, or he got pinned or like in a, in a bad, brutal way, you know, like he still kept him strong. He gave Johnny a good fight, but I don't – I'll be honest with you, Isaac, I don't see what's next. I think the only thing that you can do if you really want to get really fancy with Kushida, uh, throw, him in a, throw him in a cruiserweight, uh, cruiserweight title picture. That's with yeah, Fantasma, you know, maybe, yeah, him and with Escobar. Him and yeah, Escobar, I think right? him and Escobar would be good, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think right. they could put on some good stuff. I mean, they got history together. Yeah. That's that, that'd be the only he's not an NXT world champion, at least not now. I'm not gonna say never right. because it's wrestling, but I really don't see that happening for him. And obviously, they don't want to give him that North American right. championship. So I guess he could come, you know, he could do something, some good stuff with Escobar. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. But, yeah. but I think that would, That's you know, in my opinion, you know, I think that'll be a good move if they decide to go that way with him and let him fuel with Escobar. I think that'll be great. You know, I think you could do some cool, tricky stuff there, you know. Uh, but I, I right now, like, I would be stumped to see what they do with him. Like, I, I wouldn't know where to go with that, you know. Like, honestly, it's, it's really tough because he's, he's great. He has a good gimmick, but... Like, you you made a great point. Like, Shinsuke was bigger than life when he came over. That was almost like bringing Okada over. You get me? Like, we're talking about lineage. We're talking about, yeah. you know, one of the greatest, you know, intercontinental, NJPW Intercontinental Champions. This guy fought Brock. He wrestled Brock Lesnar, for crying out loud. He had one of the greatest wrestling matches in the history of wrestling with him and AJ Styles and Wrestle Kingdom. So, it's like, you know, the aura was there. The excitement was there. 
And, you know, even when he cut that promo, when he went on the screen and you saw him hanging out by that by the side exit and you were like, oh, shit, yo, Shinsuke is really here. Like, this is wild, you know? Well, because Kushida, you know, he, he never made it mm-hmm. to the very top, top, really, right, mm-hmm. at, uh, at New Japan. He only went up yeah, to a certain level, Yeah, he only went up level, to the right? uh, lightweight level, like, just like Finn did, and he left. Right. So, you know, I think that, that mm-hmm. has to do with it, too, you know, because, like, you mentioned Okada. And, you know, I, I, I know um, at some point I read or saw somewhere that Triple H was very interested in him. I, I don't see that ever happening, but at least not, not at least not no, NXT. No. His, his skill, his skill level is, you know, it's main roster or nothing. You get me? Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, they did. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to shit on um, Kushida because Kushida really puts on and they, they did some really cool right. things in this match. But like I said, I think there's just something dealing with Johnny. Um, if you're not going to beat him, then I don't know if mm-hmm, it hurts mm-hmm. you, right? Because, you know, Johnny has been there so much that it's to the point already where if Johnny loses, it doesn't really hurt Johnny. But Kashida's at a point where if you're not, if he wasn't going to beat Johnny and you've been doing this Kashida-Johnny thing mm-hmm. for the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. right? Well, what was the point? I, I guess the only point of this was what we said initially. That it was a dream match. Yeah, it's so the pay to get it out. You, know, you got to build the faction, right? You got to build the aura of that faction. You got to build the aura of Johnny. You get me? Like you have to, you know. He, he yeah. walks around saying he's the face of NXT, right? But like you said, I don't a a, a loss would have hurt him, but Johnny with the belt now, you got to give him some successful title defenses as a heel. You know, you just can't have him lose every title offense because now it becomes the whole gimmick of like every time he gets on his first defense. You know, like you got to build the story up. You got to give us a payoff later on. You know. Yeah, I can see that. But um, this is like it's funny because this is the uh, this match is the match that I was actually really excited to see. Uh, was the uh the second match of the Dusty Rhodes Classic, which was the Grizzle Young Veterans against uh MSK, aka the Rascals. I was I was like, I was excited yeah. for this match, bro, because I just think that you know. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm a big fan of the of the Grizzle Young Veterans. I love um I love watching them in uh over in uh, in England, uh and <clears throat> actually I'm a big Zach, uh, Zach Gibson fan. The way he the way he yeah, pulled through, too. like smoked through that tournament, uh the second time around and, and faced Pete in the final and gave Pete a, a run for his money. And Zach and uh, James Drake, you're the guy's just he's like super athletic. Like his 450 is effortless. His his in-ring ability is it's ridiculous. Like the guy is just everything is so effortlessly to this tag team. You know, it's like to me the best of England versus literally, you know, MSK, if you look at it from what they've done in Impact as the Rascals and on the indie circuit, you know, this is another match that as a as a fan, you were writing a piece of paper and say, yo, this this would be a dope match to see because who who's gonna, you know, who's gonna win this? And especially with the the number one contendership on the line. I was excited to see both of these uh, both of these teams go at it. How did how did you feel, Isaac? Yo, I couldn't agree with you more about both of these teams. Um, and I got to make a point with Grizzle Young Vets. I know the name is probably not the most desirable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't roll off your tongue to most people. Um, but despite that, I think these two guys individually and then just put together, I think they're yes. so underrated. I think the back knows what they have because they went to mm-hmm. the finals twice. Um, 
I think there's just there, you know, it's 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 very weird, man, because both easily, very easily, if you worked on them hard enough, they can they could both be a lot. So the putting them together was a risky thing in a, in a mm-hmm. sense, um, because they could get lost in a shuffle mm-hmm. of tag teams. But you know, they work so good together, and I think putting them at the finals was a, was a smart move, really, to put over MSK. Uh, Zach Gibson is amazing as far as playing. Playing yeah. into that heel role, yeah. that guy's just born to be a heel. I don't think there's any anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I don't think there's right? any other role. Think, um, I remember watching him. I remember watching him. I think it was the yes. uh, Defiant. Yes, he was in Defiant. Is it? Yeah, right. Uh, he he's just he's always to me always been a standout. I always thought, what would, what would WWE do with him? And you know, not to my surprise, he got there on his own. So that's always good to see. I love this team, man. I think that's they're underrated and. To see them go against MSK, uh, you know Drake has a very similar style to them. It's a little, it's just a little more like mm-hmm. hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gibson I think stands out the most out of the three mm-hmm. of these this match. But man, they they these guys went all out. This was a really good match. This I think this is one of the ones that easily could oh, have yeah. stole the show. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, maybe somebody out there did, does think it stole the show. I don't know. It could have. I wouldn't disagree if you no, don't. No, no, me so. neither. I, I think it was a match. Like, it, it was one of the most exciting matches of the night. It was one of the matches that we were all waiting for because when they, when, you know, MSK made their debut, they came with a lot of hype, you know, because they've, they've accomplished so much in Impact. They accomplished so much on the indie circuit. You know, they had a big, big buzz going around them, you know. And I think actually letting, like, you know uh, – I know he goes by Wesley now, but Des Xavier, like, we just saw a snippet of his athletic ability. That one spot where he runs from the other corner of the turnbuckle and effortlessly front flips over that second turnbuckle, Isaac, into the – yo, that's crazy how he bro. did that with, like, in the snap of a finger, bro. And then he sold it well, too, because, you know, some guys do it, jump back up, get back. I like that he sold the back, you know, like, oh, shit, my back injury. He hit the table. He showed a lot of energy. Uh, you know, it, it's like, you know, he was just doing things that it was just like, whoa, like, this is just easy for Desmond, you know, and, and it, it just makes me think like, you know, Zach was another guy. He held his own too, bro. Like, I love that whole backflip. And I loved it when they had, um, I don't know if it was Drake or um, or whatchamacallit on the ground and Zach jumps up and they push him into the flip and he goes over Drake and then he spot oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just like it was the spots that they needed to hit they hit him effortlessly and you know like if I was there I would have been like whoa this is this is some really really good wrestling bro you know who who would I would love to see um it probably would just be a bunch of fucking flips but MSK versus uh oh. Top Flight from AEW yes yes would be pretty yes. crazy right? that would be like some Circus Olay type shit bro because yo. Yeah, these guys would be flying all over the place, bro. Like it's just their athletic ability is is through the roof, you know. And again, there's there's people love stuff like that. You get me? And I think if you're if you're looking into entertainment, right, on the main roster, I feel like this transitions well. You know, people like seeing spot heavy matches, right? You know, like it's it would transition well. Uh, I mean, say we took MSK, right, and we took the Grizzle Young Veterans and we put this on AEW, it would have been successful the same way it was successful last night on Vengeance. You know, it was a match that you can put in any circuit, in any company, and it would have stole the show nine out of ten times. Yeah, 
I think West is definitely the standout out of that too, mm-hmm. out of them too. Um, you know, but with, with with that team, it can easily go ricochet style for them and yeah. go there and right. not much happens. Uh, so maybe them being a team does help because I think if you separate them, then they're just two high-flying small guys, which is almost mm-hmm. like a dime a dozen now because it's almost everybody. Almost everyone. Um, yeah, but they're they're great together, man. Um, I think this was kind of like tailored made mm-hmm. for them to win. You know, you there's a part of you if like you know if you if you were into the Grizzly Young Vets, then you may have wanted while watching this like, damn, maybe they could right. pull it out this year. But I think this was on the wall. Like you knew who was taking my this. my question is though, Isaac, do you give MSK now they they're number one contenders? They get a title shot, right? Do you give them? Do you give them the belts right away? Do you have them be only in uh, Oregon right now? That's a tough. That's a tough question. Uh, you know, because only on Oregon, not. That's... Yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, McAfee, you know, could definitely take the most of the um, right. the blame for that. Uh, definitely, they, they they're great right. in the ring. That's. That's neither here or there, but I think as far as like the little heat that they have mm-hmm. going on, and then rocking right. out with Pete Dunn, it's a good look for them. Uh, I, I, I think no, I think I think you know make it a little bit of a struggle. Yes, you know make it yes. a little rough for those guys because their their styles, they're 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 different, but I think styles make matches, and I think if you put those those four guys together, I think you know they'll, you'll be surprised of what comes out. I think it'll be like when um. You know when Gargano and, and Champa used to go against uh, the revival, uh, mm-hmm. the revival. Yeah, I think it'll it'll be something of mm-hmm. in that realm. So it'll be interesting to see when MSK finally goes against uh, Lorkin and um, Birch. So let's see, let's see. I, I mean, I don't think it should be that easy for them, and I don't think it's gonna be because I think those mm-hmm. guys are hard hitting, and it just goes with their style that they would uh, probably be getting the upper hand on them for a few weeks before mm-hmm. that actually happens. I, I would love to see, honestly, Isaac, I would love to see them get the title shot because they are, because they won the tournament. I would like to see them lose, though. I would like to see them, you know, the chase is always, to me, some sometimes it's not always the bad thing. You know, I think just having them get more W's under their belt, develop more as a tag team on NXT, because, you know, these guys have been together forever. They know, they know, they know each other inside out. But I think having, you know, building a story around them, and then finally having them, you know, reach the mountaintop and become tag champs, it, it would be nice to see. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill or like only in Lorcan right now because I think that them riding with Pete Dunn, it's just it's dope with them having the belts. Like they, they said, they're hard hitting. They're they're throwback. They're very gritty. They're not they're not pretty. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't do all the high flying stuff. You know they're very athletic. You know, but they don't look like you're you know, the tag teams that we see now where they're all coordinated and everything like that. And I love that the Grizzle Young Veterans, when they came out, Gibson cut that promo. Like, yo, y'all got the matching shorts. Y'all got the pajamas. Y'all do the flips and all that. And he was like, yo, we're not here to do that. We're here to, we're here to, we're here to kick ass, dog. You know? And, I, and that's what I love about that British yeah. aspect of wrestling because it's like that strong style. It's just like, yo, you're going to get punched in the mouth a few times. You know? Depends if you get back up or not. Yeah. I wonder what's next for them. That's what that's what I'm curious because this is the second time going mm-hmm. that far, and I I I would really want to know what's going on with them. Where, where's that's gonna go? You know, um, I would find it interesting too if they stood together, they performed some matches as a tag team, but I would really like to see them um perform 
you know, in single yeah, singles yeah. matches, like have Drake and and um and Gibson's mm-hmm. corner and vice versa, and see where that you know where that can go too. Because I think um Gibson, you know, could could really do a lot of good stuff too as a solo. And I'd love to see Drake, you know, go against um anyone they have there as a as a face at the, at the time. You know, any other high flying guys because. You know, that's the thing, too. These two guys were introduced to us through, like, the UK uh, um, Mm -hmm. tournament, right? And they were standout guys on Mm -hmm. their own. And putting them together, I think, really helped them out. But I also do think there's a future somewhere, whether it's NXT, whether it's back in the UK brand, you know, I don't know. But, you know, I think there's still a future for them. Yeah. You know, I I don't know if if they're going to get a tag team belt you know, the championship right. anytime soon. But this was still a good match. Easily could have stole the I show. Agree. It was fun. I agree. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised too, Isaac, if they go back to the UK and they, they end up dethroning Gallus because, you know, they were the inaugural UK tag team champs. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the option too, you know? So it's... It, I would like to see them get that NXT championship. Yeah, why not? Why that's not? What I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you, man. I would love to see them. If anybody was to take out Lorcan, and only right now, I would I would prefer it to be the Grizzle Young Veterans over MSK. Yeah, it would just have to be that um, they at some point they would have to win over the yes. audience. Yes, you know, as, as as you know, like the underrated heels that turn babyface in a sense somehow because I don't see them taking it from them heel versus heel. I I, I really don't. See yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, it would. It would. Let, let's, let's see, see what up. you know. Let's see what happens. This is like the the beauty of it, you know. But um, yeah, Isaac, this this yeah. is to me. I'll be honest, man. I don't, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. To me, this was the most disappointing match of the night. Was the NXT Women's Championship match between Io Shirai, Mercedes uh, right. Martinez, and Tony Storm? Uh, I think this is a, this is a match that had a lot of buzz. You know, I'm a big big Mercedes Martinez fan. I just think she's so throwback, old school. Uh, she can just flat out wrestle, you know. And she's ahead of she's yeah, ahead of her too. time, you know. I watched Mercedes in the indie circuit for a very long time, and to finally see her get her due was was awesome. Uh, same thing with Tony. Tony came over hot, you know. Like there was nobody hotter than Tony Storm at that, you know. Ever since the Evolution pay per view, where uh, she beat Rhea Ripley to get the title and also won the uh, won the tournament. So she had a great two years, and then she came to NXT, and then, boom, face down. Like, we we still haven't seen her get her niche yet and hit the ground running, and EO has just been hot. You know, the girl's just – there's yeah. nothing that she can't do in the sky that a man can do, you know. But I, I want to see more in this match. I want them to get a little bit more time. I don't know how you feel. I think it could have been the pairing okay. of the, the triple threat. Maybe that mm-hmm. threw it off. Uh, and here's here's the thing about the three girl, the the three women you just mentioned. And I agree with everything you said. And I'm I got I'm gonna throw some something there too. Uh, Martinez, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of Martinez. You know, if if I had to look at this in paper, the just the fan in me, I wanted Martinez mm-hmm. to win, even though I knew it was set up for Shirai mm-hmm. to take it. You know, the, the the old school smart fan of me knows Shirai was going to take it. But, you know, the, the, the wrestling nerd in me wanted Martinez to take it. And I, I have nothing against Storm. I think something has not mm-hmm. clicked yet for her, even though I do think going heel was a mm-hmm. good move for her. I think something has is just not 
I don't know. I don't think it's just something not refined yet. Uh, something in her character, something she's doing, something hasn't clicked. And it could be just that this women's roster is just is stacked. is stacked, man. It's better than the men's roster. This is this is by far mm-hmm. the greatest women's division in the world right now. And and I think in any any no argument company, for me on that at all on that. Right, I think it's, it's no better than any. Yeah, I agree. Anything. It and yo, if if you're just watching this and enjoying the wrestling, then you can easily say that that, and and not disagree with somebody. Um, even though you may, but you can easily agree agree with somebody by if they said, "Yo, the women's division is the best wrestling division." Period in wrestling, not even women, just over men too. You know because. These three girls, you know, they, they put it on. They, yeah. they really yeah. went hard. But like you said, something didn't really mesh mm-hmm. in this match with mm-hmm. the three of them. And I don't know. I don't know. It was like a translation thing. I don't know. Something was a little off. Um, I like Shirai. But it's something that's that's very mirror to um, AEW's Women's Champion. Okay. Too. It just feels like they're, non, they're mm-hmm. non-existent. In a sense, and I don't know if it's because they can't quite, at the moment, do, mm-hmm. you know, their downfall is that they can't really, you know, promo mm-hmm. it out. And I, I don't know if that hinders them. I don't know if Shirai should have a manager. I don't know. I just think that I think that for for that being the greatest division in wrestling at the moment, shouldn't their women's champion feel a little bigger than Shirai? You you may think she is. I'm just. I think at times maybe you you can you could forget who's their women's champion. It's fu- no, can it's I funny you say that. So, um, uh, going into the match, yeah, I I was like, okay, Eels the champ, but she's great. She's good. Like, she's 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 awesome. Yeah, she's she's undoubtable. Undoubtable. Like, there's no denying that talent. But when you think champ, you think like you got to come like you know the old words of Ric Flair to be the man, you got to be the man. Beat the man. I don't. I don't see that in Io Shirai. I don't see like conquering that that champion that you got to conquer. Like when Oscar had the belt, Isaac, right? Like yo, you better have your shoes strapped on tight to fight to go into a match with Oscar because yeah. yo, if you were gonna beat Oscar, you were gonna earn it. You know what I'm saying? Same thing when Sasha had the belt. Yo, if you're gonna beat Sasha, bro. You better be ready for a fight. And I don't see that with Io Shirai. You get me? I really don't. I, I think something's missing in translation, and I think a big part of it is for it's her ability to sell matches. And I think I agree. You made a great point with uh, Hiroku Shia over in uh, AEW. It's the same way. Like these girls can't express themselves on the microphone. They can't sell matches. They can just go in the ring and flat out wrestle. But sometimes the fans need something to connect. It's like if you watch a big UFC fight. You want to see Connor sell the shit out of this fight because you'd be like, yo, this, these guys really generally don't like each other. You know what I'm saying? You want to see the story play out. And I think that's what, to me, that's what's missing with EO is her opponents, you know, we, we see their expressions, we see their feelings, we see how they relate it into the ring, into the story. But EO, there's not much there. You get me? We just see the athletic ability. We see the, you know, the, the, the genius in the air, for say. But She's just missing that whole thing. And I think that's where Japanese superstars, you know, fall short in the WWE. They just don't have that, that, that mic work to sell themselves and elevate themselves. 
Yeah, and I think it's the way they're positioned too, man. I think that that, um, I think at times it is the company's job to figure out or at least have some type of plan for them. I mean, if you if you guys are gonna at least inquire about them or at least you know give these people tryouts and then consider taking them or taking mm-hmm. them right for the most part then have something situated for them figure this out already because this is already a, a it's already a a, a a trope with wwe that it's already corny 2021 and you guys can't figure out to do what to do with people who can't quite articulate themselves in english yes. you know that it's 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 because it you know if it's sport based, then figure out how to make it sport based. Mm-hmm. You know because when someone doesn't talk English in the UFC, mm-hmm. they still have this crazy mystique and demeanor to them. Where I still, I'm still compelled to watch them. I'm still mm-hmm. you know there's something about them. There's an allure that I'm watching. Uh, I think when it when you come to this, this is a predetermined thing. You could figure out how to make stories for them that that help their character you know uh, in ufc that shit is real life whatever unfolds for that individual unfolds mm-hmm. for them so and that cannot be tailored mm-hmm. you know but somehow that works it works for them but when you come to to this you know they can't figure out what to do with them it's it's very odd it's very odd and i don't know if any company has really figured it mm-hmm. out yet you know, I, I can't think of one Same. off the top, you know, because to me, Shinsuke hasn't been given his just due um, as far as in the right. main roster and many other Japanese superstars right. um, or Asian or whatever, you know, in, in, in the sense that when they go to the main roster or anywhere near this stuff, it's like it's a confusion. It's a waste. And I just think that it, it's, a, it's, it's weird, weird already. Like, yeah. figure out how to make this work already because it's getting old. So. So I got a question for you, Isaac, right? I was, I was thinking about this earlier, and I just want to hear what your thoughts are before we jump into, like, the, you know, the main event and all the other, everything else that unfolded. Say, you know, I love what they've done with Boa and Zia Lee. Remember that story where they got kidnapped? They got – they had a fight for their penis. They had to pretty much, you know, uh, you know yeah. impress the higher power, right? I think if you really want to take EO to the next level, right, and really bring out that grittiness, because that's that's what they want to bring out. They want her to take that mask off. They wanted her to be like this gritty, you know, just I don't give a shit assassin type character, right? I would like to see like something similar to what they did with Zia Lee and Boa, or maybe her join that faction, you know, with the women's title and create some kind of stir there where you could bring these characters a little bit higher in progression and have this higher power almost as their Paul Heyman kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not even that mad at that because I was thinking at some point, you know, the last group that was put together, anything like that was high and and tie. And that shit was a joke. joke. (laughs) You know what I mean? So can you put together a faction you know, let's say let's say we're just, you know, obviously we're just mm-hmm. brainstorming here. Do you put a Shirai and a, and a Kushida mm-hmm. and a Zaya, and do you put all these people together? Does it does it come off corny putting the people, all the people of the same nationality, you know, um, right? Race, or, yeah, yeah, nationality together. Do you, do you put them together, and does it look corny? Or and in, in their case, 
would it work? And, and, you know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know, but I, I would like to see it. I, I know it's, in most cases, I would say don't mm-hmm. do that. You know, I know it's working mm-hmm. for the herb business. Um, it's definitely working for the herb business, but it doesn't always work because they try to do it with uh, Titus Worldwide, even though they threw a uh, oh, what you call it? Um, what's um, her name in there? Then they threw uh, um, yeah, Brooke? they threw they, they threw, threw her, they threw um, Tazawa. It was it was a mess, a little bit, you know. Yeah, so usually I don't like when they try to like, hey, this guy's black, this guy's black, mm-hmm. put them together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this guy's uh, Mexican, this guy's Mexican, put them together. Usually I don't like that, but you know, in some cases it, it does, it may, it, it could work. So I don't know if, if that would be the right thing for her, but something's got to give with, with as, as far as, I think that's what it was. You know, I think it, it, this was a good chance. I just think it was the two wrong girls in the match with her, but I do think this was a good chance to get the belt yeah. over her. But it, I just think what happened was it was the two mm-hmm. wrong girls against her. If if there was somebody else mm-hmm. here that made sense to have the belt at the moment, then it would have just it would have I think it, they would have done it. You know, I don't I don't I don't know where they're going with who's gonna take this off of her. I I say. That's what oh, I was exactly, yo, you beat me right to it. Oh, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. hundred percent Because she's already a heel. You know, Shirai's gonna mm-hmm. play babyface. She can do all her flips. This she mm-hmm. can play big. She could do power moves. It, it, you know, something really nice can happen here. So I think that's where they need to go and they need to go. That's my pick. Fast. I mean, right now, there's no hotter superstar on the, on the women's roster than Raquel. On NXT. At least NXT NXT brand. Brand? You know, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about the main roster. Right there. I think she is the hottest superstar. I think she has the most potential, you know. I think if you put a belt on her now and build up that character a little bit more, because you see it every single time she's on TV, she's getting better and better and better. And I think her and Shirai together, they can make some magic because, you know, Shirai sells well, the whole athletic ability. She can catch her in moves that maybe Shirai can't, you know, defend or can't reverse. It, it would be, I think it will be a great matchup. And it'll be that whole, you know, that whole David and Goliath complex, you know, the giant killer. You know, heels, heels, um, heels bring a lot more sometimes mm-hmm. to the championship. It's just how it, mm-hmm. how it is. It just, it's, it always is, you know, for whatever reason, you know, back in the Attitude Era when Rock would, get that belt back off Stone Cold for whatever reason from that Sunday night oh, to yeah. that Monday night. Even though when Stone Cold had it, he's like, yo, Austin had the belt. It, you know, it felt like all was right in the world. All exactly. the stars were aligned. But when Rock would take it, you know, when he showed up and they they used to open up that Raw the next mm-hmm. the next night and he mm-hmm. Rock would come out and he would have that, that belt on his shoulder. It always felt it more important. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something about the heel having that belt. So I do think um, that the women's division, and as far as NXT, would really benefit if a heel were to get this. That's what I want to see, man. I want to uh, see a good heel run with the women's title, or a good heel run, you know. And I, like honestly, bro, I say this today. I say this time, blue in the face, bro. Like we haven't seen a good heel run until Oscar had the belt. She's yeah, the last man. one I remember. Cause, as far as in yeah, because you tuned division. in to watch either her win, right? But you tuned in to watch her lose. And as you saw, 
the losing part never happened, but you tuned in, you get me? And she didn't have to build matches with her mic or anything like that. Her in-ring ability, her presence, and her style is what made Oscar great. You know what I'm saying? Who was the last time he to have this belt? Was it I think Charlotte? it was, uh, yeah, I think it was Charlotte. That was like the last heel to have it because uh, Ripley had it for a little bit, right? Who got the belt off of Charlotte? It wasn't a triple threat. To re, re, uh, into... Remember the triple threat match at uh, in your house? Wait, that's and how he won. Right, Charlotte. Right, right, Charlotte right. was outside the ring, and I think I think she pinned Ripley and she won the belt. That's yeah, that's how I remember. That makes that makes mm-hmm. all the sense in the world. No, yeah, I don't think they would have let. Shirai no, it's just to, you know, keep Flair strong. You know. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. I'm gonna go with what you said. That sounds like the more logical. WWE thing to do or, or just wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Raquel yeah. is, is gonna be next in line though. I, I I'm with you on that, Isaac, hundred percent. But my brother, yeah. Let's jump into Good the match. main event, bro. Like this is the match, like I was like, holy shit, you know, I'm a big fan guy, you know this, like and I love that they're bringing the Prince gimmick yeah. back and and everything like that. And and Pete, you know, like I, I this is legit like some of the matches like Again, like we we said this, we've been saying this all night. This has been the moniker all night. Dream matches, you know, Ireland versus England. You know, when you think all those guys, they, it, I mean, these two guys, they missed each other a few times in the indie circuit. You know, Finn was out there in England doing his thing in progress, and all these other small federations. And Pete was, and I think in his early twenties, also doing his thing out there. And these guys just missed each other. Finn leaves Japan, you know, he shows up to Japan and does his thing. He comes to the main roster. Finn goes up to uh, from NXT to the main roster. Pete comes down, wins the tournament, and now we finally get to see these guys go at it. And I, um, to me, it didn't disappoint. This is odd, right? Because it feels like mm-hmm. they should have, right? They should like they should have this. This should have happened before. It, so many people had matches before that are in the same company that you would just because just. Just the way things time mm-hmm. works, you know, you forget, and we're gonna talk about that in a little while. As far as the mm-hmm. O'Reilly and Cole thing, and um, you know, we, we can even go back to a um, they t- try to sell WrestleMania with it with uh, Shinsuke right. and um, Styles, right. or you know, or obviously Samoa and Styles. It's like there's so many people um that had matches out out there. Mm-hmm. They try to recreate them here, and this is one of the unique times where this is an actual uh, first timer. It was it was. It was it was nice to see this. This had this. I think this right here sold the oh, pay per view yeah. alone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right for the wrestling mm-hmm. man. This is this, this, this is the this, money this match what right you here. In for, you know. Now, this is the question though. Here, match ended out great. Both of these guys sold well, right? They, to me, they both put each other over, right? They both kept each other strong, even though Finn got the pin, right? It, it still leads me to believe, right? What are you going to do with Pete from here? He's taking three brutal losses. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because this feels like it's set up for Finn to right. lose to Cole in, in some fashion, right? Not to jump, mm-hmm. not to jump over mm-hmm. the match and, and go to the, not to go to what happened at the end. But I mean, it, it just it just feels like it's set up for for Cole to take mm-hmm. this from Finn eventually. So Cole and O'Reilly could could do what they want to do. I think they see a new baby right. face in O'Reilly. 
And I think that's that's the direction they want to go. I think Cole's a great heel. I think NXT is lacking a, a, that kind of heel because I yes. think Cross mm-hmm. is going to fill that void somehow. Uh, so, you know, I could see maybe O'Reilly and, and Cross along the line. No, I, I'm no, no, go ahead. Jump go, too go. Far ahead but I, it's funny because I want to go there. Go. You know, I, I, I do... I do have a worried feeling for Pete because Pete, yes, Pete has yes. it all. You know, and I think that was mm-hmm. evident from the moment they did that tournament, and uh, I forgot who it was. I, I, yeah, and he uh, attacks during you know, Regal's that, yeah. like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think ever since then, to this very point. He's a he's an example of just someone that constantly yes. gets better. Whether whether it's his matches, whether it's his um mm-hmm. his conditioning, his shape, he the guy looks like a totally different person. And not that he was, he was still performing yes. at a super mm-hmm. high level before. But now he's developing to see him into is like you know he's twenty seven years old, Isaac. Like he's he's nowhere near the prime of his career yet. You know what I'm saying? And look how far he's come. You know, and. It, He's one of those guys. Three years ago, you yeah. saw it. You knew it. Yeah, one hundred percent. He has a determination that that translates through wrestling. Like for some reason, I don't know what it is about him. I, I guess it's just you know, just that energy that he carries, that vibe, that that you know that that the cocky. It, it translates through the TV, man. You really feel like this. Yeah, it's. it's it's good. It's good, and I, and that's what scares me about him because he has, he is at a shape right now that he could perform at the main roster, but you know it's weird, right? Because he I think he he he's about the same probably the yeah, same he's, size he's, style. I think right? he's close to style. Around, around yeah, there. he's he's almost like Daniel Bryan's height. If you if you you know a little bit bigger, maybe just a tad bit. But you know what it is too, Isaac. Like yeah, he man. wrestles like a big guy. He wrestles like a powerhouse, bro. Like. Yeah, all his moves, the joint manipulation, you know, the, the big man moves with the bitter end, like the, the guy's just a is is a bruiser. The bitter like, end's a big I man. Hate move. To say it because that's his name, but yo, he's like a, he's 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 old fashioned, bro. Even even the right hand across the jaw that he hits you with and you fly, it's like he's not built big, but he hits like a big dude. You know what I'm saying? No, he's due a Roman Reigns style NXT Championship run. He needs a monster at some run. point. Like, like uh, he needs he he needs the UK title run yeah, for the NXT I, with the NXT title. Yeah, I just think it's just what's happening right now in WWE. It's just it's a stacked fucking roster in NXT. Yeah, carrying Cross, which is like. Tailor made for the bro, main they, roster at any given time, so the, he has to get no, that belt back. Never lost it. Yeah, that's the funny part. Runs. You know what I'm saying? Your eyes that you you um, made a great point, man. They have at, a logjam of main roster talent. You get what I'm saying? Like they have a logjam of they got a they got a a bad thing with a good thing. The bad thing is they got a bunch of number ones, right? And the good thing is. They have a bad, but they have a good bunch of number ones, and they don't know what to do with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got all the best toys, but you don't know which one you want to play with. You know? No, because this is how you do it. Right now, Cross, mm-hmm. 
is at the top. He's even he's even higher than Finn. Finn is the champion, but we all right. know that Cross is going right. to get that belt at some point. He's going to get that belt. So let's take Finn out the equation because I think for whatever reason something's some, Finn's going to translate it to something else after this. I don't know what it is, but let's just say Cole. You put Cole in front of Pete Dunn because Cole is going to give you those promos. Mm-hmm. P. Dunn is going to fall to the wayside by that. That's you know, but as far as intensity in the ring and putting on a good match, him and Cole is easily be head to head in that. But you know, Cole is going to outweigh him as far as mic skills and just delivering good promos. And I think better stories could come out of doing something with Cole, right? And then now O'Reilly looks like a new project. At some point, they're going to take on as far as you know, as, mm-hmm. you know, ROH mm-hmm. did. They put the belt on him, so. Cole, um, excuse me, Absolutely. O'Reilly is Absolutely. capable of being an NXT World Champion. And I think he surprised a lot of people with the, the promos him and Finn had back and forth. I think he carried his own. I think I mm-hmm. think, I think, think even backstage, mm-hmm. I don't think they were even prepared mm-hmm. for that to be so good. So they have this other baby face here, O'Reilly. Uh, Cole, like I just said, then Cross. So you know, it, like you like you said initially, where does Pete Dunn go? It's I don't know. I, I, him, I don't want to see him nowhere no. near that two hundred five belt. No. <sighs> uh, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him go back to the UK, even though he could jump in and out of there whenever he wants. But if you just give him that belt again, I Walter can't see beast. it happening because Walter he's, he's riding with that belt perfectly though. too much. He's he's hundred percent. He's the perfect belt. person. And he's to perfect have for it. that for that that show. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know what Pete Dunn does, but Pete Dunn will put on a match with yes. any of those people I mentioned: yes. Cross, Cole, O'Reilly. He'll put on a great match with any of them. I just think that Bruiserway character. It's it's hard it's hard because you know that bruiserweight character you can't put that in the main roster so, unless they book them a certain way. They have to consciously book them in a way yes. where he's not played. Yes, and they can yes. easily play him there. So <sighs> I'm gonna happens. give you my spiel. All right, this is this is how I played out in my mind, Isaac. We get. I think we've seen the last of fit on NXT. I do too. That's why I was saying. I, I was saying. I, 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 yeah. I yeah. think he spins off from here. I don't think. I, I think, think he's going to lose that belt. And I, I agree with you. Finn drops the belt to Cross, right? At, at, uh, at the next, at the next takeover, right? Second. Okay. Finn spins out. Pete steps in, and he challenges Cross. We get O'Reilly. And we get Cole, right? And they start their feud with the error being in, in disarray, not knowing what side to pick, right? Or if they really want to get fancy with the with the with the whole dynamic, Finn starts his version of the club with the remaining guys of the error. Cole rolls out on his own. Pete transitions to the main roster. Uh, and Karrion gets the belt. It, either way, one of these guys has to go to the main roster. Or 
they're going to have to, you know, I don't know what they got planned, but it's going to be, it's, this is going to be tricky, bro. This is going to be really, really tricky, you know, because Cole, very Cole has to be the guy. But I think if Cole makes a transition to the main roster, it can't be with the error. It can't. I'm sorry. It has to be just him. You know, now, yeah. my other thing is I keep hearing Marty's name thrown around. I keep hearing Marty's Bro. name thrown around, and I keep hearing that Finn wants to bring the original club back, like, you know, with some of the original members. I mean, he has to pop up somewhere at some point, this, right. this, this guy. Where is this guy? Right. Where, what is because going it, on? The, you know the, I mean? the tricky like, thing, too, with that is Marty, Marty has, I think, to the, end of this, to the end of this month or next month, to decide if he's going to work in the States or not, he's going to get sent back to England because his work visa is up. What better way to have Marty step in against Pete and have a match of two of the guys that do the joint manipulation, two of the biggest superstars to ever come out of England? Imagine how big that would sell. That would be great. That would be great. I mean, but who are you booking you gotta, who, are you, who are you booking face, you know? Right. Because Pete is, Pete is still running with, with Birch and, and Orkin. I think, and you, they only work, I think, I think you book Marty as the face right now, right now, right? And then later on, you make him evolve into the villain. Yeah, because if he was to come, he's going to – they're going to oh, want to yeah. try to ride that wave of mm-hmm. excitement mm-hmm. for the villain, you know? Yeah, I think – I mean, I think you said a lot of good points. Um, I, I, I see this going a lot of ways. I see Cole. I see Cole for mm-hmm. whatever reason taking that belt off of Finn. Maybe O'Reilly taking that off of him, and then Cross taking it off O'Reilly because oh, Cross and imagine, O'Reilly. Yo, that would really push that O'Reilly match, over as a baby. O'Reilly fan. and Cross. Oh my God! Yeah, because I think you know with Bro. They're, both yes. of those styles are, are somewhat similar, but he yes. does it as a smaller man. Yes. He does it as a bigger man. I, I, I think that'll be that'll be wonderful. That style will be so uh, dope because they both have an MMA background, and they could play with so many different submissions. Yeah, they could awesome. play with so many different drop toe holds, so many different throws in regards to the slams. Yo, they can. Yo, and I like you made a great point, Isaac. Like, and I love that you said, you know. Me and you as wrestling fans, we're not surprised because we know what O'Reilly can do. You get me? We've seen him from ROH. We've seen him come up. We've seen him in Japan. And we always thought that he was he should have been the guy. You get me? We knew he was, you know, every tag team always has that one guy where you're like, yeah, Sean could go, Sean could go by himself on the Rockers. He doesn't need Marty. Same thing when you look at the Street Profits. You're like, man. You know, he, uh, whatchamacallit, doesn't really need, um, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, uh, Ibra- <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I can't help you, brother. I don't, I'm not going to remember uh, their names either. No, yeah. it's. I it's, forget but, their names all the time, bro. So I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you got baby, baby Bilo, Yeah, exactly. It's funny because that's Bilo the way I, I, look at, I look at both of them. But it's like when you look at it, you're like, yo, one is super athletic. The other one is just like he's just there riding the wave out. And it's just like, does he really need him? It's like, so Dawkins needs <laughs> – Dawkins is going to need Montez Ford more than Ford needs Dawkins. You get what I'm saying? It's like it, it's, it's always that transition where you're like, there you go. I'll take Ford. Fuck Dawkins. Same thing with Marty Jannetty and the Rockers. And it's, you know, it, it, it turns out to be the same thing in that situation. It's like, yo, does he really need a tag team partner? 
O'Reilly can do it all on his own, dog. He's that good. Listen, bro. I think the the, the of course. But I do think there's always there's two different tag teams. There's the Road Warriors, yeah. you know, that Correct. they're only gonna it's only gonna work when they're Correct. together. It's not gonna happen separate. And then you then then you have, you know, the Rockers, you have uh, right. a lot of different tag teams, the Steiners that when they go separate stands out. The, yeah. the clear star stands the heart out. Attacks, you know what I mean? Know, like, um and somebody and and I think that's what happened with Otis and uh Oh Tucker, yeah. What's his name? Tucker? I think they, they, shot, they, they shot, shot too fast. They, they went shot, a little they too crazy too thinking that Otis was a star. And I think they didn't realize that that, is, that yes. was just a natural born tag team that they yes. had. That was an it's 80s style point. tag team that needed Holy to stay shit, together. It worked good together. And, and I think that there's certain tag teams that you have to just fucking keep together, bro. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And I do think... That's what's I'm gonna sorry, happen. Bro. It's gonna happen, man. Like I, I see one day. I'm calling this shit now. The profits are gonna break up. I'm sorry. I every time I look at Montez, every time I look at Montez Ford, the guy's oh, that's a definite. Like, the guy's energetic. He's fucking athletic as shit, and he can cut a promo. And he can. I think he can be the next. You know, quote unquote. And I hate using this. The next black superstar. You know, because I don't. I don't buy that bullshit. You get me? Like. But he can be a Kofi-type superstar. He doesn't need, you get me, a faction. He doesn't need a partner to be good. It's just, this is the opportunity he he got. He flourished. And now you see, you're like, because when you look at the Prophets, you're like, yo, fucking Ford's that true. You know what I'm saying? Same thing when you look at, you know, go back to Undisputed Era, right? You look at O'Reilly and Fish. You're like, yo, O'Reilly is fucking dirty. Like, O'Reilly can do this shit all by himself. You know, Fish... Fish will be a great, I think Fish will be a great side piece for O'Reilly. You'll get me a guy that just stands in his corner and do his thing, you know, because let, let's be honest, like Fish has been injury prone ever since he came up to the uh, to NXT. You know, he really hasn't had, we really haven't seen the Red yeah. Dragons the way we remember them from New Japan. You know, but I think O'Reilly, like you said, has shocked a lot of people. He's good on the mic. He's funny. And he can flat out go, bro. Like the guy can just flat out wrestle. And I think a lot of that, too, with the mixing the MMA with the wrestling, it just works well. You know, he has a great style. It's a different style. It's a style that, you know, we're not really used to. And I think him and Karrion Cross together will mesh well. But Adam Cole and 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 um, and O'Reilly, that's going to be something to really watch, bro, because they can play off the whole brotherhood type thing, right? They can play off the whole we've done things, like you said, we fought each other in the Indies, so we know what to expect. And what better place to do it in NXT where they're going to get the opportunity to do what they want to do? O'Reilly took the world yeah. championship off of Cole, I yeah. believe, in ROH. I mean, they had, you know, I think I think that's what really surprised mm-hmm. people when they mm-hmm. showed up and they made that undisputed era that that initial time because I think maybe where they left off, they weren't right. They weren't a faction. They weren't, they weren't, I don't, I don't believe they were anything. So I think they were already left off. And so, you know, I think eventually this was, you know, going to happen. I think O'Reilly's a perfect project to take on for them because just the era that we're in and UFC being so popular the way it is and him getting better on the mic uh, and, and them having to fill that void with a baby face eventually, because I think Finn, 
either Finn is out of WWE altogether or he makes a comeback on that main roster. Either those are the only two options for him. And I don't, and shit, man, I really doubt I would see him make a, a strong impact on that main roster, even though he's all for it, man. Do you think Finn's problem is that he's not the demon? You think I NXT? He doesn't go back and forth from that demon thing? In general, do you think that he had, like, do you just think that leaving that off of him brought his whole career down? Because I feel like Mm -hmm. there's always, even though for us, it was cool seeing him come to NXT, but I think the initial person may see it as a downgrade. I I think that what he did. I think this is what it this Me is and my you understand it, it, you but... know, it might not fare well with other people, but you know, we both could care less about that. I think I think having that ace in the back pocket, knowing that he has that, that he can bring out at any moment and you won't be able to stop him, that allure is gone. You get me? I feel like that allure where you're like for yeah. example, okay, say he faces carrying cross, right? He gets destroyed, gets demolished. You want to see him come back, but come back with that paint to enter carrying Cross's darker side, right? Because you know, well, story wise, that is. But that I think is the cool I think it's hurt him. Do, I think it has. I think it definitely has eight. because they built him up on the main roster as this, you know, this extraordinary man that does unordinary things. You get me? And then all of a sudden, they just flip that and they change it and you get these big matches and you just see fit. You don't see the demon. And, and it did hurt him. It did. I'm cool. Me neither. No, man, no. I don't want him to be the, the demon. That should be lame. 24-7. That, that should be corny. And I don't want him. And no, me I neither. don't have a I love the prince. The I'm seeing right now. I'm cool with it. But I would really think what would really bring him over the top if yeah. they did like some Jekyll and Hyde shit, where not in a sense where he can't control it, but that he brings it out when it's necessary. I just think it's something that it already it already was shown to us, and now to like totally it's lame. get rid of it. It's like it's weird sometimes, man. I'm like, damn, bring it out once in a while. I think it would really help his stories. I think you could still do the Prince, everything you're doing with him now. You can still do that. That doesn't take away anything you're doing with him. Just add this extra thing that, yeah, may not work for the next guy. Maybe fucking Cole can't do something like that because that's not Cole's character. That's something that Finn could do. And if that's something that unique that he can do, run with it. This is wrestling. Why are you dismissing something that really puts the cherry on top for this guy? This guy has the look. He has the in-ring ability. He's... um. You know, he does good on the mic, even with the accent. Because mm-hmm. some people, you know, that throws shit off for them. And he does a great job. Yeah. You know, he's very likable in and out the ring. He has everything you guys need. I just think that demon thing really puts him over the edge. It, and it gives him a, 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 a unique you know wrestling what I, thing. Like, and I just, you know, I was just curious if you think. I did. Is that did. something that hindered him for a while? Has been hindering him? Do you think? Do you think that was Vince? I know he said that the, the makeup thing is a little. It wasn't. It wasn't Vince. It was him. Consuming, but I can't see. I think it. I, I think yeah, it was him. You, I just think. I just think he have, went to. Like, he went through a point where understand. he was unsuccessful in the main roster, and he wanted to recreate himself. And I think that's why that 
and you know, I'm gonna just say it like this. I think that match with Bray Wyatt as the fiend had a lot to do with it, because everybody that Bray has faced has recreated themselves in some kind of way, right? And I feel that was his way of recreating himself and coming back. Now, what I always want to see with the demon character is somebody, because the headrest is what controls the demon character, right? What I always wanted to see, Isaac, was somebody powerful <coughs> control the headrest and control Finn. Yo, you took the words yeah. out of my mouth. I was like, it would be great for that. I would like to see him leave NXT. Bless you, brother. I would like to see him leave NXT. <coughs> he he's, he doesn't have any more to prove. He's been the longest reigning, one of the longest reigning NXT champions. He went back. He put the company on his shoulders again. Took it to the top. There's other superstars now that deserves to that deserve to eat from that pot. And I think he needs another shot at the main roster. And I think the fiend would be perfect. I think if they recreate that character and start doing that again. But let the fiend control Finn with the headrest and let him use him. I think that'll be a great way to kick off that character. So you say uh, have the the fiend come back and kind of you know because he's still gonna have Alexa. I think the Alexa stuff, Alexa's uh, Alexa list stuff is, I think it's kind of cool. So. Would you do like you set up a little like yeah. a new little I would have, faction I would have for Bray, um, for Bray take the headrest and every time he wants Finn uh he wants Finn to dress dress up as a demon and attack or wrestle somebody that's up to Bray not up to Correct. and then eventually that that they go at it themselves right yeah I'm good with that I mean listen yo something yeah. creative for him. It's better than what he's doing, and and that works, you know. Some, you know, and and he eventually, he like I said, he has to make his way back to that main roster, or it's, he's going to be an yeah, NXT man. for the long run. And he becomes a fucking trainer, because what else is there to do? You go to New Japan yeah. and you go wrestle those crazy matches again. You're getting older. Them, them joints are getting they they hard hitting over there. Or do you go to um, AEW and? You know, you deal with what goes on there, man, because um, I'm, on Wednesdays we'll be talking about all the, the, the good and yeah. craziness that goes on there, uh, which I can't wait to get into. Um, we don't. So, yeah, we don't know what's what's next for Finn, but, you know, it's still a good match. I don't think these guys I, – I, I think they have one more match in them. I don't see it happening, but I, I don't think that was the best match they no. could have had, even though it wasn't a bad match by far. It was still good. You know, any – you can't say you no. saw a bad, uh, no, a bad Pete Dunn match. No, you know what I'm saying. And I got, Finn, I got two. You can match Finn with them. Yeah, good around pay per view. So. I think they, they did, Yo, good, did well good around pay per view. And uh, I think you know it left us in suspense because we're wondering what's going to be next for these guys, right? My question is before we go off here, Isaac, I got two questions for yep. you, right? Uh, and I'll, I'll answer them also with you, but I want, I want, I want, I want to hear your perspective first. Now, the first question is right. Not a question, but Roman needs opponents in SmackDown, right? Like besides Kevin Owens, who has really gone through Roman? And there's one loss that Roman has significantly talked about in his career, and that was the loss to Finn. I wouldn't mind seeing Finn on SmackDown, and I wouldn't mind seeing a okay. Finn Roman match built up. 
for WrestleMania. Like, you know, just to give Roman different looks, different opponents. And you got a story there. You get me? Like, no one's... That's only if so Edge you, goes so, with Drew. But that's or only if, works if Edge if Drew loses it in the elimination Drew, chamber right? to Randy. It's going to be tricky. You know, it, no, not yet. Edge has yet to have made his announcement. That I know of, because I didn't watch Raw tonight, so I don't know if he, you know, I, I haven't heard anything yet, but yeah. it, it's it all it's all pending on what Edge does. And I think, I think Edge is going to make the decision at the Elimination Chamber. I really do. Yeah, well, the biggest thing I saw was uh, that um, oh Bunny is the 24-7 champion. <laughs> That's the only thing I saw from this night. Right. So, For the last five minutes. That's right. happened at the end of the last hour. Oh, I don't... So this is the last question, Isaac. Before we sign off and we, we, we say goodbye. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Isaac. Go ahead. Oh, but let me answer that one um, real quick. Would that uh, be an As option? far as the Valor and Reigns mania, mm-hmm. that's an option for me and you. I don't think I – don't, I don't know. I think Edge and Roman – some yeah, for some reason tricky. may it's work. Weird. I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> this, I don't know. I don't. You know, with the way things is with them lately, I I, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they don't. You've been jumping from brand to brand. Like, hey, hey, I'm on Raw. I'm on SmackDown. I don't know what I want to do. You get me? Like it's weird. Well, speaking of Bray, Alexa uh, Alexa Bliss sits in a in a pentagon and. Uh, a pentagram, excuse me, and promises to Bray Wyatt's rebirth on Raw. So, I mean, unless he comes back with the Beast, I, I he hasn't lost the belt, so you know, still Balor's still active. Yeah, there's no one, you know, so that's not happening anytime soon. So <laughs> let's see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, as yeah. far as WrestleMania goes, we'll, I guess yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll jump into happens, the card too, and like just to give our predictions to see what's going to happen for Mania. But uh, the million-dollar question is, would the Undisputed Era have worked on the main roster? Three. That's the... Yeah? Oh. Maybe on mm-hmm. SmackDown. Okay. Not Raw. Not Raw. SmackDown, yeah. Absolutely. That three-hour show is, is the kiss of death, man. Unless you, mm-hmm. un- unless you are... Carrying that last hour, you know, and, and you tune into that last hour, it's or unless you're carrying that first hour, but like that shit is that that shit is just agonizing, man. They gotta they gotta cut that shit out, you know. Uh, let's say if AEW, I wouldn't suggest, mm-hmm. but let's say AEW did a three hour show, right. being that they only had one show a week, mm-hmm. it would be mm-hmm. understandable. Not a good choice, not a good choice, but it would be understandable. WWE agonizing, bro. Has two shows. Are you know? Yeah, agonizing. Yeah, it's supposed to be two different brands and so on and so forth. But three hours that's is tough. A lot for almost tough. anything hours. to sit through. So, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, even though one can argue a lot of Raw is absolutely just right. advertising mm-hmm. other matches and in, in a bunch of segments. Yeah. So, but I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, that's not the choice to be making. That's not what they should be doing. Absolutely. Well, I can't, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about Wednesday. Absolutely, my brother. 
what goes on Dynamite and um, NXT and, and and see where this story goes with O'Reilly and and Cole and and Finn because shit he can't see man. Them, it's, so it's funny unless they're gonna have a three way match. Let's see. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah, we, we don't know where Roddy and, what direction and does Roddy where is uh, Fish and all this. So like how he uh, feels about all of it too, you know? No, he... Yeah, Cole because Rod didn't leave the ring, so he didn't go with Cole. He didn't make a Correct. clear decision there. And he didn't mm-hmm. necessarily pick up it's gonna be, It's going to be weird. He just stood there, so... I, I mean, I, I'm I'm bored in because Wait, now... I, I'm interested. You got my attention. I'm interested you know what I'm to saying? see what happens. Yo, I... I my last thing I'm gonna say is, man, can it's clear to see that uh, oh, Sean, yo, the you see how you see much better got Adam Cole, right, with the the kick. It looked clean. I mean, he's been doing it all the time, but just the the way yep. Cole, the mm-hmm. way Sean kicks Marty through the barbershop, mm-hmm. you know, the way he, you know, when he when that whole split happened Riley. with the Rockers, and then seeing him kick, uh, you know, Balor, and then kicking O'Reilly was really. Uh, um, you know, like a, almost like an homage, because to me, I know HBK has a lot of what, um, a lot of and what goes on with um with Adam Cole. So I, when I when I saw that, bro, I, I thought that was the first thing I thought. I said, man, how cool would that have been for Adam Cole for Deshaun Michaels and him to talk about that and and for them to to, to play that out like that to me it was a clear indication. Same. That's what they. That made my hair stand up a little I bit. Caught it, it felt I thought it was like cool. Brett. Um, like him kicking bread again, like to, to me, that's what I thought in my head. You get me? And it was, I, I kind of had the feeling though, Isaac, like this ain't gonna go down yeah. the way O'Reilly wants it to go down. You know, the era, you know, right? Well, the right. way they were playing it out it. was with that Finn was gonna join the era, right? Either way, like, well, that would have been kind of cool too, man, but you could have. I was Adam gonna say Cole you can't Finn, have two like, two out on one day. Weird, weird. So and and Finn with the belt, no way. Around 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 Cole, nah, nah, no, no. I love that. No, 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 no. Which I love about Cole's yep. character. That's to me that reminds me of like old school Jericho or just like that. That there's it's a, like Sean and yeah, Triple H. Can't be better it's than like Sean and Triple H. Or, 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 a little bit too, Triple though, H. Right? Like you know, like legacy. Like you know, I want to be the man. Or like legacy. Yeah. You made a great point, man. Like yeah, the way they really, did it. Really good. When they when they had the faction where when the Orton won the title, game, game is like yeah. On Evolution, he was like that's not happening. Yeah. There's yeah. It's yeah, there's only room for one top dog in this company, and that's it. Thing, yeah. You know. So it's gonna be good, brother. We go. We're gonna be in for some good wrestling on Wednesdays. We'll you know, see what happens with Wednesday. Dynamite and uh and AEW, brother. And I look forward to uh to recording with you, my brother. This is gonna be a good ride to WrestleMania, my friend. Anytime, my brother. You know you always got a home here, and you know now this you is your me, permanent man. home. I look forward to sharing it with you, my brother. So you be safe. All right, bro.